yes, we we're are. here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 42 of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. I'm your host, Sandy Hibbard, and here's my co-host, my man, Mr. Mark Miller, hey, hey. Secured Title of Texas. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing real good. It's good to see you. You seem more casual today. What, what's up with that? Uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm dealing with a burn factor outside, so I'm just trying to wear a short <laughs> So you're in layers, shirt. so you can yeah. kind of strip down, yeah, so you probably just, have like a white beater shirt underneath I'm that. I'm a little bit more casual today, so <laughs> I know, that's me good. too, me yeah, too. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I'm excited about today's show. I am very excited. We've been talking a little bit uh, health and fitness because I'm having a foot problem, and I thought maybe our guest could like give me some clues <laughs> on shoes to wear and things to do. Uh, yep, it's you're right. It's <clears> Kelly and Andre. Andre Coker, and I've learned whenever we book them for the show that they are deep into health and sports stuff. They are marathon runners. In fact, Kelly's getting ready to run the New York Marathon this fall, and Andre is a seven-time triathlon. Ironman. Ironman. Iron Man. Oh, that's yep. a big difference. Yep. Winner. So, <clears throat> you guys, Finisher. welcome. A finisher. A finisher, okay. <laughs> finisher. It's well, you know what? That's a winner to yeah. me. Uh, of course, you know, sports enthusiasts turn real estate investors and real estate advisors and passionate Dave Ramsey followers. So we got a lot to talk about today. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for taking your time to be here. Happy it's an to honor. Be here. Thank yeah. you. So I think I might have stolen all of your intro. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure when I was coming in. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, Mark, just a quick market recap. We, yeah. Uh, I think July was a, is a little off, but I anticipate that being that way on new originations. <clears throat> Having a decent closing month, but I was telling Andre and Kelly, thank God for commercial business, which we have. That's been holding that's, you all it's year, been propping, hasn't it? That's a good prop um, to that side. So, anyhow, I'm going to be interested to see August. Uh, and I'm not necessarily optimistic, but... <laughs> But we, we go on through and we, we, we make our way through September. So, and I'll be interested to get your comments as well. You know, Mark, I read uh, yesterday uh, on a, a report that said Collin County, homes in McKinney specifically are longer on the market right now. And the price has actually gone down a little bit. Is that true? Well, just a, a smattering, what, less than 5% maybe. In Is that unusual for July? I don't know. Well, I don't know we can really say what's usual anymore. I mean, I think the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're yeah. looking at there. So, I mean, we're we're in the best. I always say the same thing. We're in the best place to be of anywhere in the United States. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're going to be fine. It's Absolutely. just we're just going through a little bit. And you know, when the Fed kicks the rates up, we all go kind of get a little mm -hmm. anxious to see which what they, they just did. Which they did. Which doesn't necessarily correlate to the mortgage rates increasing, but mm -hmm. but all those things are just challenges for the American consumer out there mm -hmm. on that side. Which we'll talk a little bit about wellness, but. I'm delighted to have my my great friends here, uh, Andre what and Kelly so Coker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Episode 42. Episode I know. 42. What I know. is this? Well, you're in such high demand that oh, I just you know, didn't know when I could get to you. So, but uh, they have. I, I could literally say they have followed Amanda Pomeroy and I through a number of companies. Literally. <laughs> and we, they were always the first no, one. No, that's we'd, cool. Yeah, it really is. This yeah. first one to call, and and Kelly always just said the same thing. Where are we closing? You, you must be doing something right. Well, Amanda's doing something right. I just kind of <laughs> open the door, and she comes in, and we start doing business all over yeah. again. But I think we're in a great spot, and Amanda's doing great. So I love these people dearly and respect them as well. Twenty years, correct, in the almost. business? Just about. It's almost mm -hmm. twenty years. Uh, one thing, oh, you know, whenever you research a little bit, so you always learn a little something. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Andre was a CPA. 
And I knew it was smart, but now wow. I'm really impressed. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things once you get, you yeah. never let go of. Yeah. I don't really practice, but. Right, but yeah. it's, but the knowledge. Well, you probably practice it, it yeah. in your business with, you've got multiple. It just helps with numbers. You know? Yeah. Right. She has an accounting degree. My degree's in accounting. So that really well, and goes well. Part of that on numbers, besides just the normal transactional equations, is you guys are investors as well. Yeah. And real estate. So looking at deals and using that skill set is probably very helpful. Yep to know a good deal from one that you don't want to hopefully across across and then they're uh, disciples of Dave Ramsey and how long have you been involved in Dave Ramsey 16 plus years wow so and I I mean obviously it's been a great program for you and it's more than just the lead gen opportunities it's it's a sort of a lifestyle yes uh, that you can pass on to absolutely. your clients as well correct absolutely we we buy into it we follow it we live it we've taught it and that helps us in the program that helps us get more transactions if you will but it's only because we understand it mm -hmm. and we've we've closed probably 850 deals with Dave Ramsey mm -hmm. that's well, awesome yeah. that's really awesome you know we've had a couple of different couples on the show over the last few years that are both in the real estate business and that's what we see is that if you're a couple in the real estate business it just becomes your life yeah. you know you live it you breathe it you you walk it you talk it and it makes sense to me, but when do you ever get a break for your own personal selves? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I think, well, I think they we brought... might talk about some team building while we're here. Yeah. Well, that's, what, that's when we began building our team was back 2011, 12, mm -hmm. yep. when we had been in real estate for a few years. So up until then it was just the two of you? Yes. Okay. And we were trying to do it all ourselves. One year we closed 100 units, just the two of us. Oh, wow. And literally I was at the point of get, quitting burnout yep and we had to do something so our first hire, our first hire was amanda's daughter yeah that's abby. right abby yeah she yeah. Uh, was our uh, assistant and she came in you know a younger person and just did things like that where it took us longer <laughs> to pull the trigger yeah on uh, cleaning awesome. up databases and that kind I'll, of thing. i'll never forget i said we want to convert from this system to this system mm -hmm. but be careful this is our this is everything so take your time and do this right. And like five minutes later, she came back and said, it's done. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's when we knew we needed help. Right. Right. There, there is an advantage to right. youth and right. having younger people on your team. Right. Really and then right. when do you make the progressive decisions to add another team member and add another team member and how do you divide and conquer well, at that level? You, we talked about it before, but she was on House Hunters. And the couple that's on House Hunters was a Dave Ramsey client. And they got into real estate. And so we, we've mentored them and been with them and they're, they're at our office. And um, she was new and we, we, we'd gotten some internet leads and our opinion was that they weren't very good leads. So mm. we said, we'll just pass them to you. We don't have time to work and we'll pass them to you and we'll get a referral. And, so we, and we started getting checks. A check shows up in the mail and I went, where did this come from? <laughs> I want more of that. How do we do that? And that's what opened the door to say, we, we yeah. can do that. We yeah. can add help and we hired a buyer's agent and that's how it all started. Okay. Well, that's incredible. So tell us a little bit of, uh, and this is for the viewers who are not in real estate, who don't know who Dave Ramsey is. Can you give us a little blurb about what that means to be a Dave Ramsey client and to be a Dave Ramsey follower? So Dave Ramsey, the whole program is based, it's based on the biblical principles. It's based on biblical principles, living below your means, paying cash, not credit. Okay. No debt. That's what he preaches, okay. if you will. 
Um, and that's that's the program. Right. And he's on. He's been on all the radio shows, TV shows. He's big. He's got a huge office. When we met first started with him, I think they had two or three floors in an office building probably similar to this. Wow. Now they have their own building, and they have somewhere in the neighborhood of 1,600 So when you employees. say Dave Ramsey client, what does that mean? So Dave endorses local providers or Ramsey Trusted Real Estate Pros is what they call us now. Mm -hmm. And on his radio show, he'll say, if you're thinking of buying a house, call one of my trusted real estate pros. Oh, sweet. And so he has a huge following, so we get leads, <coughs> and that's how we get Ramsey business. We have zip codes all over DFW. Yeah. Okay, all right, great. And I think great. he's kind of the trusted consumer source. Yes. So yes. if Dave speaks and he endorses, yes. that has a lot of credibility to And if somebody to that comes through that understands Dave or knows Dave, that's a big plus for us. Mm -hmm. Because again, we follow it, live it, teach it. That's great, guys. That's yeah. great. I like that. So you guys having now, what's, what's the size of your team now? How many people do you have on your team? Oh, there's about 17. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're like a small brokerage, oh, in your, yeah. right, in yourself. So what would be, what were those points in time? Did you ever look at it and say, should we do our own brokerage firm versus the KWS, stay with the KW model? And what were the compelling right. thoughts? We have been at the same market center with Keller Williams since day one. Okay. And we've seen a lot of people come and go, mm -hmm. and I think people, and come back and come back and come back. Yeah. yeah. And uh, for us, we just want to sell houses. Yeah. And work, and so um, they're known for their training. It's um, a great company to work for. The brand is there, mm -hmm. and we just didn't want to take on that liability for being the broker. Well, and prior to really about the last month, none of us were brokers. And so it's like none of us wanted to be a broker. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm a broker, but you that's for a different reason. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, because we're starting a property management company. Oh, okay. And I had to be a broker in order to do that. Got it. Um, but, but that's what that's for. <clears throat> we have to go out on our own. Yeah. And we're part yeah. of Gary Keller's mastermind. So we get some, a little one on, well, not one on one, but small group. Sure. You know, coaching, whatnot. It's right. pretty, pretty cool. Well, and obviously that's not a slight to the KW brand in my question because I love Kate sure. yeah. Williams. But I think also probably you guys always go to the big national mm -hmm. meetings annually, yep. correct? Yep. And yep. so I would imagine you establish a lot of good contacts yes. throughout the country that could be a potential referral source. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's just good for your business. I, I have known realtors who have left big name, the big box realtors, to go to a smaller, more independent, and they it seems like everyone that I know that did that have gone back yes. because of the support, the camaraderie. Yeah. And there's a lot that you get with those larger brands. Right. Uh, Keller Williams is great like that. I've worked with Keller Williams for over 20 years in different ways through Mike Brody and through different realtors. And it's just a solid place for that entrepreneur who likes their freedom yeah. Yeah, a little bit. You know, it's funny. I think it was two years ago at Entree Leadership in Nashville. I think it was Nashville. Mike Brody was there. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He's still learning. And he, yeah. We had him on the show. Oh, he was Dallas. It was Dallas. We yeah. saw him in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. And his son was there, too. Yeah. 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 He's awesome. He's awesome. And I don't think he's not part of the program. He was just there because it was good. Mm -hmm. So how do you approach marketing with your team? Mark, I know you had some questions about no, that. That's in the, it's right in the scope there is what do you, how do you utilize social media, your database, kind of what's your successful formula? Well, we, we use the Keller Williams 33-touch program, more than 33 touches a year. I think we figured we're about a 59-touch, 58-touch a year. Between so that's a prior client that you've 
sold a home to no, or sold a home for? No, that's somebody that we've met. Somebody you met, okay. Yeah. Which includes clients. Okay. Okay, so someone that you physically have put into your database. Uh -huh. yes. All right, yep. and about 58 times, how are you touching them? What, what are you doing? Uh, it's a variety of things. Sports schedules, newsletters, they're personal, written newsletters. Okay. Um, phone calls, we're big on calling our database. Mm -hmm. um, what we, else? We call the database twice a year. The newsletters four times a year. We do a Christmas card. We do um, the sports schedules. I, I think are four, three or four. Client events. Mm -hmm. We do about um, three or four client events. And then emails. A lot mm -hmm. of emails. So that many touches. It's about once a week. It sounds like that that your database is hearing from you. That's that's about right. And it probably doesn't work out that way for each person. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And that includes direct mail as well as digital. Some. Yeah. You know, like the Christmas card and the newsletters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Things like that. We have mm -hmm. a full-time marketing specialist that makes us look good on social, on all the sites. <laughs> good, she good. She does all that. So, yeah. And then the dialogue, <clears throat> when you do talk to clients, what, what, are you, what are you getting as a sense from the people you've sold houses to? Because you're not just calling them saying, or you think about selling your house. Right. We <laughs> I mean, you've got a relationship right. with them. So what, it is more about the relationship, checking in to see if they need anything, yeah. have any questions. Sometimes we're telling them about something that's going on in the market or making sure they got an invitation to a client event. Um, yeah, we're trying not to make it, do you know anybody looking to buy or sell? Yeah, yeah. We're just, it's a, it's a care <clears throat> call. Yeah. It's a true care call. Yeah, we, we try to make our whole business relationship-based, not transaction-based. Yeah. And if you do that right, a lot of those calls are easy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's how you doing? How's the, the new baby you just mm -hmm. had? Or how's, I mean, some of these people we've done multiple transactions. You're staying in touch with them. Well, that's the key, right? It's a contact sport. I think sport. that is such a key. I preach that here on the show all the time. I bought houses and still the realtors that I buy houses from. Yeah. Must be using the wrong realtors. <laughs> I never hear from them <laughs> after the transaction. Yeah, we can take care of that for you. It's yeah. like I want, yeah, I, I guess I am one of those typical clients that I want to... Not necessarily be your friend, but I want to hear you from you. Hear. Too many I want people you. I want you to call me up and say, "How's the your HVAC in the house this summer? It's really hot." Right. You know, do you need anybody? I've got yeah. some vendors here, or have you filed your um, what homestead. is it thing? Homestead. Your homestead. Yeah. Because I was telling Mark, I was sending him emails in January, going, "What is this? I don't know what this is." Yeah. You know, there's so much that a realtor can do and so many opportunities that yep. they have yep. to reach out to that database. I mean, there's a theme, there's something every single month yep. every that month. you could reach out to your people and go, oh, hey, what about this? Yep. And that's the relationship you're talking about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do a monthly market update where I send out and say, you know, kind of like we were talking about earlier, uh -huh. if you look at the areas you're talking about, Collin County specifically, mm -hmm. they say the prices are falling. Well, they're, they're not really falling. <laughs> people were paying 100000 over list. <laughs> so they're, they're now, settling back now to they're normal. not paying a hundred thousand. So technically, the prices are falling. Yeah. But they're really still way better than they were. Yeah. Yeah. And they're actually going up in the last few months. And yeah. inventory going down. Inventory was down about a month and a half ago to two months. It's <clears> kind of starting to tick up a little bit. But this last thirty to forty-five days, I don't know if it's the heat. We just can't seem to get buyers out. Mm -hmm. And Probably, it's, caused, it's yeah. caused inventory to peak up a little. Right. It's still low inventory. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you got August back to school. Is that always typical? You find as well that that well, that also stymies activity a little bit. A little bit. Well, from a number standpoint, July and August are usually big, big months. Mm -hmm. And for us, they're going to be down compared to last year. Okay. Mm -hmm. Still good. Okay. But mm -hmm. not where they were last year. Right. Right. 
Do you think in this economy um, that is a little sketchy, you know, we, we never know what we're going to wake up to, but do you feel like that in this economy that building a team for someone who's trying to establish the, their self into a real estate career is a good idea? How would you advise someone about building a team? Yay, nay, wait, do it now. What, what are your thoughts on that? Probably a transaction, transactional tip to that. In other words, is there a point in time at five million, 10 million, whatever it is that? Do it as soon as possible. Really? Okay. Yes, we waited way too yeah. long. Yeah, yeah and, and the, you know, being a numbers person, I looked at it and said, well, if I hire somebody, that's just taking money away from me. Uh-huh. Well, hiring the right person Mm-hmm. allowed us to do more business, which means we made more money, but didn't work as much. Okay. So sweet. the, the like key is going to be, are you a brand new agent who has no business and no income? Mm-hmm. Not a good idea to build a team, right? Get yourself established. Okay. But if you've got a spouse and you make good money and the money's not really the issue, get you an assistant because an assistant's going to allow you to work smarter. And that's always the first hire. Is the we assistant just, or transaction we just had person? Had a fear mindset. Yeah, yeah. We weren't thinking big enough. <coughs> Too conservative. Oh, okay. Too conservative. That's a that's a great point yeah. because isn't that a problem across the board? Whether you're building a team or whether you're implementing a marketing plan, mm-hmm. that you're just scared to pull the plug yes. because you kind of don't know yeah. what's right. going to happen. Yeah. You know, and so making that step and being brave enough to pull the plug and do what you know could be good, having the backup for it. I think right. it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I think we were um, too caught up on thinking who would want to join a team. Why, you know, why wouldn't they be a, their own agent? And right. that's just not true. No. And no. so when we realized we were offering an opportunity for to someone, you know, with a with a job, yeah. and to do something that they enjoyed and loved, whether it was the flexibility of the whole thing or the atmosphere or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. that was a light bulb. Mm-hmm. Well, and your team now has expanded into more family, correct? Yes. Yes. So we have two key players that are family members. Our son, oh, cool. our son and our daughter-in-law, Patrick and Tiffany, are our major players in our team. Um, and so, you know, we're not getting any younger. We've been married 40 years. <laughs> we're getting close to 60. So we're starting to think about what's, you know, are we ready to slow down a little bit and pass the torch? Right. So we're pre- prepping them for that. Because this can be a legacy business. Yes. Correct. It, yeah. it can and should be. Yes, should be. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. I think the key there is you, you've got to be careful. Um, I've read some books on it. You have to make sure that, A, they want to be a part of that. Maybe they don't want to be, maybe they just want to work. Yeah. Maybe they don't want to run yeah. it. Like, yeah. I have no interest in running a team. You can't assume that they yeah. want to right. take the torch. Right. If you asked me to run a team, I'd say, Sure, but I'm going to fire everybody in the first two weeks. Because <laughs> yeah. you're Mr. Independent. Well, I'm Mr. I don't need to tell you five times to do something. Oh. <laughs> I told you once, you're out. Right. But, but that's part of leading a team, and yeah. she's very good at it. You have to constantly tell them. You have to constantly tell them. Yeah. Sometimes five, seven, and eight times. And that's work. It is. And that's work. It yeah. is. And she enjoys it. I, I don't. Yeah. Well, at that's the end of the right. day, it's management. Because it's understanding. People. Yeah, you got to understand people's mm-hmm. how, what's their motivation. It is management. That's it exactly is management. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've, I've, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have to get involved. And you're that so much. good at telling people what to do. <laughs> well, I, I don't. I encourage them what to do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's what, usually what, their when? first. That's when? the first warning. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have to. You have to get into people's mindset, how yeah. they operate, yeah. and yeah. 
And yeah. I have Not to everybody say, operates and works the same way. So He's great about that. Different personalities and knowing, you know, what it is that motivates them, right. keeping them happy. And what I figured out is a lot of it is just listening mm -hmm. and being there for them. Agreed. When I, when I added one-on-one -on -one meetings, that made a big difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm not very good at listening. Well, you know, and everybody has something they're managing. So compassion is always a yeah. helpful as long as it doesn't uh, cause yeah. disruption of production yeah. to that side. So, so let's talk a little bit about investment market because you guys have successfully invested and you've gone in some new directions with that. What, what's the investment availability out there in today's marketplace? Are there properties to find, buy, and I lease? I think there are. Um, it's hard because it's hard to cash flow the properties right now. With Why? the prices being so high, high. and taxes. And debt. Insurance, debt, insurance. Yeah. Those things are, uh, insurance has gone through the roof right. last year. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, and so when you couple, those, couple that all in, and the rents are high, but if you're putting 20% down, minimum required for an investment, and you're doing a 15-year note, which again, Dave Ramsey recommends, they're not gonna cash flow. Yeah, right? that's a lot of money. So you can maybe do a 30-year note, maybe they cash flow, but they're not gonna cash flow much. And so you have to make the decision, are you gonna buy one, or are you gonna buy multiple? And right now, it's probably not a bad time to buy. We have a client that just purchased one in Sherman. I think Sherman's a great market. Yeah, that's a good market. Because they're expanding up there. The TI plant is huge. So I think there's some good opportunity there. Uh, I like Fort Worth as well, too. Wow. Not so much Frisco, McKinney. Those are great areas. Right. But it's hard to find anything that right. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Well, probably the other variable, too, is we all get, you might get excited about appreciating values. But if you're an investor, that's all non-homesteaded taxes. Oh, yeah. So you're subject to whatever, Oh yeah. The, where you were, the, if the... The last property I had, I sold was in Frisco ISD, but it was Plano. Uh, but my taxes were yeah. in, on the Frisco side. Were, and so that begins to compress into your The increases your this year were, were pretty significant. Yeah. yeah. And did you, did you protest in those cases? Um, or Usually I will do an online protest and I'll just try to justify something. I never go in and ask for a whole reduction because they're not going to give it. Right. But if you try to justify it and ask for something, I always get something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every little bit helps. Mm -hmm. There you go. And then in the environment we're in, we're, because we've talked about interest rates, how are you counseling your buyers associated with potential rate shock or assuming they're, they can qualify? Yeah, I think that's a big issue right now is buyers think the interest rates are too high. And I talked to a lender yesterday. We can get six something, six, eight, six, seven, something like that in that range right now. And people go, that's too high because they're used to, the upper twos or threes, mm -hmm. but that I mean, was La La Land. Yeah, well, it was, and you know, interest rates. Those are good interest rates. Six. Yeah, that's a good interest rate. No question. So the the problem is trying to communicate that to the buyers to say, now is the time to buy because I'm not paying a hundred thousand dollars over list price. So I can have my pick, pretty much on a house. I might even be able to get it below list, and I might have a higher interest rate. But the lenders we work with in the next two to three years will refinance for free. There's a few charges involved, but basically refinance for free to the lower rate. So why not lock it in? Because you're going to wait for the interest rates to fall. Buyers are kind of come back. We right. still have low inventory. Now you might get five and a half or five percent, but you're going to pay a hundred over. Mm -hmm. That doesn't really make good sense. Mm -hmm. But it's trying to communicate that to the buyers. Right. And is there is there a natural seller response to buy downs, or is that a part of your 
heavy negotiating strategy? I, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. I, we we kind of went through some of that maybe, I don't know, six months, a year ago when it kind of slowed down, but then it went right back to crazy, right? Um, but we are having that conversation this week with the lenders about what can we offer as incentives on some of our listings that aren't selling as fast as we think they Got should. Got it. Are buy-downs a good thing? I, I think uh, from a buyer standpoint, the buy-down is good. I think from a seller standpoint, I would rather have uh, like a two-for-one buy-down as a buyer because I'm going to refinance. Mm -hmm. But as a seller, having that buyer come in, that two-one buy-down means in year three, he's going to pay six and a half interest. He, he'd rather probably not do that. From my seller standpoint, I would rather do a, just a straight buy-down. Yeah, okay. So it's fixed. Interesting. But we're, we're still working through the numbers. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, does that every... So uh, touch on the fiscal responsibility, financial piece. I, I, I'm kind of assuming coming through the Dave Ramsey program what so somebody buys a house now they've got debt what's what's the steps of the of how you work with them to move them toward help independence us. as one might say <laughs> help well, the world fiscal responsibility that's kind of a funny thing right because I'm, I'm not sure that we do a very good job as a nation or a community okay. really working on that and helping that and so that's the constant battle we don't necessarily go in we're not financial consultants or anything like that but if we talk to buyers you know, we always give them the rule of thumb that Dave Ramsey does, which is your payment should be no more than 25% of your take-home pay. You should put, used to be 20%, he says now 10%. You should put 10% down and you should do a 15-year mortgage. If you can do that, do that. He says do it after all your debt's paid, okay? So his point is you don't buy a house until the debt is paid for. And people say, well, it might take me 10 years. Well, okay, but there's no risk involved when you do it that way. You buy a house, you put... 3% down, you know, you've got debt, something happens, you run up the credit card and pretty soon you're in, you're in financial trouble. Mm -hmm. And luckily the last few years, you could always get out of it because you could sell your house. But what do people do? They go get a line of credit and then they run that back up. So the, the fiscal issue is hard. We have that conversation a lot of times, buyers and sellers. Sellers, it's a different conversation because they're selling the home. Yeah. So it's all about the numbers. But for buyer standpoint, we, we try to caution some buyers about, should you buy? Is it the right time to buy? Mm -hmm. Because you're gonna be qualified to buy a lot more mm -hmm. than, you can what, really than what you really should. Mm -hmm. yeah. And are you okay with that? If you are, we'll help you do it, but we're, we wanna try to point that out. Probably don't do as much as we should, but again, we're not financial counselors. Yeah. So. Yeah. We try to um, walk the talk. I mean, we, we live below our means, we're conservative, we try to um, be that example mm -hmm. to clients and to our team. Team, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's important to us. We're trying mm -hmm. to help help them with that too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're about to run out of time, but I do want to ask you guys uh, a final question, and that is, here we are in July, you know, right at the heels of August, we're mid-year. What are the plans for going forward? What kind of tricks do you have up your sleeve, marketing-wise, sales-wise, with your team? Let's talk about that for a second. We are definitely in the mindset of being proactive. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're always in the mindset of working based on the market that's coming, not right. the market we're in. Right. And so we're, we are implementing some ideas um, for that. And, you know, we're just doing what we always do. We get up and we go to work. Yeah. And I, I think that's a big issue for people. Mm -hmm. um, 
we both, thankfully, and uh, we're blessed to come from families that um, I think were good examples of work ethic. Mm -hmm. And so we both just, you know, work hard and it's not, it's never been about the money for me. Mm -hmm. I just like to get up every day and go out. And, well, you you and focus work. on the task, right? Mm -hmm. Not the, mm -hmm. the money. The, the money will happen, right? If you take care of it, right? I love that. And the, it's kind of like the airplane guy, you know, you, you put the mask on yourself first before you put it on the kid. And we always just try to get up, go to work, and do our job. Don't get caught up in the TV, the social media stuff. Because, you know, the Dallas Morning News came out with an article not too long ago. It was talking about how home prices were falling. But then in the article, that was the headline, in the article it was saying the last two months they were up. So which point are you trying to get across? Yeah. Right. Too many, people, they just, <laughs> too many people see that and they go, oh, I'm waiting for the prices to fall. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people have told me that over the last several years. Mm -hmm. And had they bought three or four or five years ago, it would have been a huge. Mm -hmm. So we, we're just going to continue to work do the things we do. We're going to investigate some of that two-one buy-down and buy-down programs to help our sellers, and try to help get our buyers some. We do a lot of. Uh, we work with Homeward, which does <coughs> cash offers that helps our offers stand mm -hmm. out too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. I mean, just get up and go to work. That's that's so old school. It's so zen and it's so right on because getting our minds caught up in all these different reasons why we should yeah. or shouldn't yeah. just it disables you. It paralyzes them. Yeah, yeah it, it does. It paralyzes yeah. you. So just get up and go. Yeah. Just get up and walk. So yeah. it's been great to have you on the show. I'd like for you to give me three takeaways. And we do this every show. Mark, I'll, I'll let him go first. Just let me go last because I'm still making notes. You're making notes? Okay. <laughs> still making takeaways? What are your three takeaways that you would like to leave the audience with today? Um, for me, it's add that leverage, add the help sooner than okay. later. Make that team. Even, even if you're not in real estate. I mean, if you're <clears> in, the, <throat> in the, a business, you own a business, I mean, we're, we've uh, bought in on that. So we're highly recommending that. And then um, being proactive, get creative. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's what we're work, working on right now. Mm -hmm. And then the third one would be get up and win the morning. So I'm uh, leading. That. That's a quote leading my team right now with this on successful people get up early and uh, that's when you can really get a lot done yeah. so that's Damn a big it. one yeah i get I up early but I'm, it's because i can't sleep <laughs> yeah, i have that too i think it's i think it's win the morning own the day yeah so uh for mine it's pretty simple it's careful about spending the money especially new don't don't go out and get a bunch of billboards and do all that stupid stuff you know focus on making sure that you're spending returns of value. Our rule of thumb is everything we spend, we want to try to make three to four times back on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, buy now. Now's the time to buy. It really is. Mm -hmm. Maybe not a rental property, but now is the time to mm -hmm. buy a house. Mm -hmm. And then I think the last one for us, and we, we took a long time for us coming, but, you know, hire a coach at some mm, point. Yeah. Hire a coach that, because they are going to, they have opened our eyes to so many things. Mm -hmm that it, I think it more than pays for We itself. have a business coach. I have a personal trainer. I have a, a triathlon coach, a running coach. You know, and a dietitian for a while. The things yeah. that you're not good at That's get awesome. help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Important. Cool. Mark, my dear? Uh, well, you know, what I kind of heard through this is uh, I love the part with the financial responsibility and trying to be more than just selling them a house if they're open to it, talk to them about how to, because I don't think people have ever necessarily been trained right. in that side of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
really managing your database and keeping that database active and stay connected mm -hmm. to them. High level of communication. High, high level communication, because I just feel like, you know, I listen to Fox News every day driving in and I just continually hear the anxieties of consumers. And so I just know people just, you know, with cost of goods and everything else and their families and all that, they just gotta be anxious. Right. And, and sometimes maybe not understanding what their real estate is a real asset right. that has equity and things of that nature. So that touch and education and just discussion with them. But the fi final thing is, which I have preached forever and it's not in our industry and you would concur with me on this, is your health. Yeah. And there's just not enough in our business, whether it's mortgage, title or real estate, is the last thing because it's a grinding business. It is. It is. And you grind from early in the morning and a lot of times till very late at night. Yeah. And if you somewhere you've got to address your health because if all if that goes down, everything else goes away. Right. To that side. I'm in the gym six days a week. Um, I eat clean. I mean, I'm just have probably more of a health focus than I ever have before. And I admire you guys because I remember when you're going to say you've seen the other side. I remember when your turning points came <laughs> yeah. and when you made a decision to that health was going to be a part of your yeah. lifestyle. That's amazing. And it's paid incredible dividends. I'm not sure we'd be here at the same level without it. I agree. I agree. So I think that's something that's hugely missed in our in our business mm -hmm. that is really, really important and probably never will be a majority that do it. Yeah. But but I think there's a benefit because the energy comes from that positive mental attitude, so many other things that you get. everywhere. Yeah, it you does. can outpace yeah. the others that you're competing against mm -hmm. if, you're, yeah. if you've got she, the strength. She was help. on a panel at uh, the family reunion, our national conference, talking about health, mm -hmm. diet and stuff. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, my marketing take on all of this would be, um, <coughs> I like what you said, win the morning. And to me, what that means is do it today. So if, if you are a business owner or you're in real estate, but you own a different business of some kind, you need to make sure that your marketing is ready every day. So you don't wait for your marketing. Yeah. Get up, get your marketing done, and diversify your marketing. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing all these different things, health, finance, homes, selling, all these different things. There is such an a, a opportunity to diversify your marketing message still being branded as yourself, still being branded with your key services that you provide, but diversifying that message so that you're meeting the needs of people because our needs are great in this economy. You know, whether you are in real estate or whether you are a home buyer or whether you're a business owner, our needs are great. So to hear the marketing message, we need to be tuned in to give a message that someone needs to hear and that to me means diversification so diversify and then what we're what we've been talking about get help get a coach hire a, a a marketing person like myself make sure you've got the right title person make sure you've got the right realtor make sure you've got a coach you don't have to take a bunch of money and hire people as employees to build a team okay right. that's not what building a team means in our speak here it, we're talking about preparing your business so that you have professional, experienced team members who can help you get accomplished what you need to get accomplished to get the job done. So building that team, I think, is crucial. Yep. It's important. Yes. Well, that's it. Thank you again for your time. Next month, we've got a very special guest coming. Mr. Jim Fight, we're still trying to nail down the date, so we'll get back to you on that. But Jim Fight of Century 21 Judge Fight Realtors will be with us to talk about his new book. So until then, stay cool, and we'll see you.
again. Ciao. Ciao.